Today is Thursday, October 13th. The title for our devotional is Do Not Be Anxious. This week, we're talking about being a non-anxious presence in the midst of a polarized, anxious culture. Yesterday, we saw how our anxiety is connected to our deepest longing and desire. If we desire material possessions, we will worry about protecting and preserving them. If we desire things of the kingdom, we will rest assured that they are secured eternally in heaven. Jesus now launches from that teaching directly into an imperative not to worry about life. Remember, this is directly linked to where we perceive our treasure to be. Let's read Matthew 6, 25-34. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body and what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. In the devotional page, I've highlighted three times that Jesus says in this, in, these, in this short section, do not be anxious. In verse 25, Jesus points to a couple of examples of things that we often worry about. Food, water, and clothing. Those are basic necessities for life. It immediately strikes me upon reading this passage how much we are prone to worry about things far more trivial than these. There are many in the world and in our community who have need of the basic necessities of life. So this is not to trivialize their needs. But for many of us, the things that we worry about are steps removed from our basic necessities. We worry about how clean the house is before guests come over. We worry about the car breaking down. We worry about our job performance. We worry about the actions of somebody else. These are important things, but no one would argue that they are as important as having food, water, and clothing. So having our basic needs met doesn't avert our heart's tendency to worry. Something deeper is going on here. We will look at Jesus' positive imperatives tomorrow, but today let's just focus on the negative imperative to not be anxious. Jesus points to birds, which are, of course, of much lesser value than a human being. They don't worry about God, yet God provides for them. Then he points his disciples to the flowers of the field. They don't worry about their life. They have similarly little value, They grow and are more beautiful than even Solomon in all his splendor. Jesus asks a rhetorical question then in verse 27, and which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? The answer is obviously no one. In fact, extreme anxiety, as we now know, is detrimental to one's mental health and overall quality of life. Jesus also reminds us that the Gentiles seek after these things. Pursuit of material possessions is not becoming of a disciple of Jesus. In the ancient Greco-Roman world, the pagan religions were constantly worried about whether or not they had done enough to appease the gods. 
If they failed to give enough or worship enough or in the proper way, then the gods would become angry with them and fail to provide for their needs. So life was a constant guessing game, wondering and worrying about whether or not they had done enough to earn the gods' favor. Followers of Jesus are not to approach life in this way. They don't have to worry about whether or not they have earned God's favor because he has given it to his people freely in Christ. They haven't earned it in the first place. This teaching, as much as any, is meant to juxtapose Yahweh from the false gods of the Greco-Roman religions. God already knows what we need. And by referring to him as our Heavenly Father, Jesus emphasizes God's care and concern for his people. Tomorrow we will look at the perspective that we must maintain to reduce anxiety in our lives. For reflection time today, I invite you to memorize Matthew 6, 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Spend some time reflecting on it now and perhaps write it down on a card to keep with you throughout your day in your pocket. Then every time you reach into your pocket, you pull it out and you can read that. Set a couple of reminders on your phone throughout the day to read it again or to just think about it and to remind yourself to continue practicing it and memorizing it. Really, whatever memorization tools that you like to use, go for it. Just do your best today to memorize Matthew 6, 34.